Welcome to the Survival Podcast for people who take movies too seriously. We survived the apocalypse, so you don't have to. I'm Johnny. And I'm Shane. Back for the uh, second episode of this season, and this week we're trying to solve the mutant problem. Goddamn mutants. Uh, and that's mutants from, like, we're mainly, like, focusing kind of on the, the students of Charles Xavier's School for the Gifted, is it? Yeah, yeah. But we're kind of every some mutants in general kind of come under that banner from different films like and does it i'm just trying to think anyway, i could get this horribly wrong just as i think about it i should have thought of this beforehand but in i think it's in book rogers people outside the city are mutants yeah yeah is that right yeah and they might call them mutates or something like that muties which they're called in and, yeah x-men too yeah they definitely are they're kind of like the the lower class mutants from the x-men like the dregs Oh the yeah, all the ones that live in the underground. Oh, I can't remember. They have a specific name for them. Dra- I think like, dregs. It's not Morlocks. It's something like no, that. No, yeah, yeah. Is it? They call them Morlocks. The, the ones because that's straight out of H.G. Wells. Uh, yeah, yeah. Time machine. They're the ones underground, and then dregs are just like beak and mutants like that. That are just oh like, yeah. They have no powers. They are just look like mutants. Oh yeah. I think dr- and the Morlocks have powers, but they also their their mutation their physical mutations yeah. are so far gone that they could never pass as human. Yeah, yeah, so they all just live in the series. Just newt. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and, uh, <laughs> so far ahead. I know. It's <laughs> no, no. It's just, oh, I know, yeah. I mean, I did too. Just book Rogers popped into my head. That was all. But yeah, so like, yeah, but exactly. So, and even like, you know, Carrie is a mutant. Maybe if we have time, like maybe touch on super mutants. People want Fallout. But I mean, that's oh, yeah. just to pleased a few people that were asking for it but mainly yeah. x-men but we're just covering mutants like yeah, i just yeah. want people that like have no interest really in comics not to worry that oh they're doing another comic book thing it is, yeah it's yeah it's just, not because yeah like whether it's like x-men or the mutants in the capital wasteland or whatever like whatever future we face like there's probably going to be mutants of some kind so we're yeah. gonna have to cover them before we go into it because we never do this and i don't know like well, maybe we should just always do it at the start to remind people to follow us on facebook oh yeah disaster artists same on twitter disaster artists pod and subscribe on itunes or wherever you listen to this and yeah, rate and, and review please rate and review we love rates, uh, ratings and reviews yeah um even if you hate us <laughs> yeah <laughs> but though though if we <laughs> don't bother though really yeah, we prefer we prefer uh <laughs> nice reviews like do you leave bad reviews on every on anything no. like even if it's well like, if it's like really bad yeah like on imdb if something's like a terrible film like and everyone has rated it really highly or not even that i just think like a film that like birdemic or something i will like go on and add that one star that everybody else has had just for the fun of it <laughs> well, yeah because it deserves it but like if i see a film i don't like like something like i'm trying to think of a recent like Batman v Superman. I didn't rate it because like I had forgot as soon as I left the cinema, I was like, "Oh, that was shit." And then I kind of didn't think about it anymore. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but like, if something I really like, I'm more inclined to like get excited about stuff I like. But I think a lot of people get excited about things they dislike. We've talked about this. Not got to do with mutants or the X Men, but well, or, it's, well, it? it's well, it's always the same thing of, you know, if some someone has a bad experience, like it used to always be working in retail and stuff like that. It used to be. You know, if someone has a bad experience, they'll tell ten people. If they have a good experience, they might tell one person. That's true. Yeah, yeah. You know, that's, and that's true. But they can all just fuck off back to their mute, mutie families. <laughs> <is what> they... <laughs> well, that's it. Kind of has that's 
kind of the same logic of why people are afraid of the mutants maybe yeah um but again before we get into that want to also we 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 were t- we we need to sort out a team song we do um we talked about it in the last season but for new listeners we're still looking for a team song i think we had a prize or something it was more of a figurative prize though it was not physical what was the prize we were given out we'd give them a band name we came up with but then you looked it up and it was a real band name oh okay like who were like a kkk band or something so oh <laughs> yeah that's right was right. it a por- portable death machine por- portable death chamber a portable death chamber yeah so it wasn't even a real prize and we still um <laughs> yet we still have to take it <laughs> off the table <laughs> i'll send them good vibes yeah and we'll tell everyone who they are and if they've any upcoming gigs we'll promote them yeah that's a yeah that's a, actually a fair one maybe yeah if they're once they're not a popular band that actually needs what little attention we can bring <laughs> yeah way. i know yeah, yeah. <laughs> um oh also because you know they, they've helped us out want to uh remind people we have much the same listeners those conspiracy guys we no- do yeah. nominated for best for, on, on the, for the podcast awards they got nominated for best uh society and culture podcast. oh very good so if you're a fan of them you should go and vote voting starts 29th of may so this will be we're recording this before it'll go up it's open for about two weeks so i figure this should go up around the fifth, oh, yeah. fifth of june i think or six something like that yeah so and it's open for two weeks so you should have a week by the time you hear this so just where do you go to vote uh podcastawards.com cool and you can vote i think you can vote once a day so ah very good so muties uh yeah Dirty, disease-ridden muties. <laughs> We're talking about all mutants, but X-Men is what everybody knows. It's what there's... X-Men Apocalypse is just out, so should probably start on them. Yeah. Uh, well, well, classically, all mutants in all types, in all sci-fi, are usually some kind of result of a nuclear fallout. Yeah. And even the mutants in X-Men are the children of the atom. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's they're all they're all children of people who would have been exposed to radiation yeah. uh, from they're, nuclear they're, testing and yeah, all that kind of stuff. But isn't it even like didn't Professor X didn't his, wasn't his father didn't he work on the atom bomb or something? Actually, probably there was something that. like that. Yeah. I'm sure it was changed. Now I know when you go specifically, you look at X Men. There's t- three. Oh no, I was going to say Sinister, but I don't think Sinister is actually a mutant. I think he's a guy who changed his own genetics or something. But then Apocalypse is meant to be the first mutant. And yeah. he's like Egyptian, 5,000 years old. And then well, isn't he even older than that, though? He was just around... Because they always say he's as old as the Earth. Well... So he pre It's just like... From all I know, I only know his comic book origin they did a couple of years ago. Where he was an Egyptian growing up as like a kid and stuff in Egypt. Now, there oh, might have okay. been a there might have been a recon of that that I'm not aware of. I'm sure there probably has been. Um, I remember that one from yeah. No, you, well, I mean you'd you'd know more than um, I would. I just had always heard that. I so I thought that was. I think that was what the people thought, and then they did a comic book of his origin or something. Because like him being as old as the Earth would make sense for the whole radiation thing. Because then he would have been there when the Earth was much more radiated. Yeah, yeah and that's. And that'd be why he'd be... Yeah. It'd be more 
then it's almost like then mutants aren't the mutants humans are the mutants because it was like when the yeah. radiation ceased we mutated into humans losing our abilities like yeah maybe but and if he if he yeah if he's egyptian then oh it doesn't work yeah. the mutants some of them precede the atom anyway <laughs> that's yeah, where i was yeah. going with that point. and my, my theory was that it was because the earth was radiate more radiated but that seems to if, if apocalypse is the first that i guess that doesn't work but then like a lot of them seem to like there are, have origins in space and stuff too so it's kind of all over the place yeah well you take uh vandal savage from dc right he's he was a neanderthal who was exposed to radiation from a meteor and it made him immortal and it made him more intelligent yeah. oh well that's true i guess yeah sure there's nothing to say so he's Apocalypse. still he, he's what? still technically a mutant yeah yeah you know well that's the funny thing with the sort of hatred of mutants within the marvel universe that like yeah it's funny how like oh cyclops is a is a dirty mutant spider-man though he's he's good because he was a human that mutated later in life yeah but well, people don't know that people don't know that but even if they did know it, it just wouldn't although maybe it does make sense that because if you're born with it it's almost like how dare you be better than us whereas yeah. if it was an accident then it's like well yeah. you're not better than us you were just it was just luck yeah whatever but even even like in the marvel universe there is this kind of weird thing of uh mutants are dirty but superheroes are different yeah, yeah so if you if you if you say say you're a mutant and you come out as a superhero and you just don't tell anyone you're a mutant people love you oh yeah yeah but if you are like i'm a mutant and proud they're like fuck off mutie <laughs> you know and it's well, I remember that in one of the... I don't know if it was in the X-Men cartoon or in the Spider-Man, but one of them, they crossed over anyway. I think actually it was when... Spy, in the Spider-Man animated series from the early With the 90s, X-Men. Oh, I remember that. When, yeah, when he's he's his, he's mutating more. Like, he's turning properly into a spider. Remember he's oh, yeah, and he gets, uh, he gets Beast to help him or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I remember that really well. Because <laughs> uh, I think it crossed over directly with whatever was happening that season in X-Men. Yeah, though Beast but was drawn differently. The, well, well, yeah, so, different yeah, artists yeah. with same writers. But anyway, the, the protesters see him and Beast out together. Yeah. And you hear the protesters go, Hey, it's Spider-Man. I didn't know he was a mutant. And then they start chucking shit at Spider-Man too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like as soon as they think that he's a mutant. and not Oh, a, he's bad now. Yeah. <laughs> Even though like they love Spider-Man. Yeah, you know, yeah. It's crazy. But it is like so. It, it does like nobody says it. The people protesting it don't say it. But like it's clear that it's because they were born with it. That they are like a yeah. They're superior. They're superior. As, beings, as so. Magneto calls them, Homo Superior. Is yeah, that what he yeah. calls them? Which is a great name. And that's it. Like there's three. I mean, there's a bunch of different like sub levels of of mutants within it. But the three sort of main. It's like Drag, which is the ones that just don't really have any power. Just to have some dumb shit like. Well, like a, an extra hand or something. Actually, yeah. that might even be useful. But there's Dregs, Alpha class, and Omega class. Okay. And I think Alpha is just the X Men, and Omega is then like Magneto, Professor X. Oh, they're oh Jean yeah. Gray. Oh sorry, they're Mo- oh sorry, yeah, Omega. Yeah, I remember reading about that. Yeah. So there's like ones at the very very top. But I'm not sure. Omega is you could destroy the world with your powers. Is kind of the idea behind it. Yeah, yeah. And that's it. And because they seem to protest the like Alpha class. And Omega more than even the and and usually usually it like specifically in the X Men Marvel world is so you're born a mutant, 
but your powers don't come on till you hit puberty. Yeah, yeah. Um, because as your body goes through your hormonal changes, your powers will emerge. Now, some characters they get their powers when they're like ten or eleven, but yeah. it's still roughly as the onset of puberty or your hormonal changes. But then there's some like because are born isn't night nightcrawlers born with isn't it? Yeah, it's that's where they get a bit vague. They're the same but with is he even a mutant? Because I know there's a few people, there's a few characters in X Men that aren't actually mutant. Like no, he's. Cause I thought he's kind of not a mutant. Actually. Isn't there a new pine or something? New pine is some like demon kind of, and they're not actually a mutant, but yeah, he's like a son of Azrael, who is kind of a mutant, but has is connected to some demon and stuff. Yeah, he's he's more than a mutant. Because to go back to there is something where like oh, I, I half know this where they originate the mutants originated from essentially angels and demons. Oh, okay, yeah. Again, that's something that could have been retconned or was done in a yeah, once-off yeah. thing. And I think in that, he's... That's where it's explained that he's, like, technically not a mutant, but... Oh, he's closer for, to... Uh, yeah, he's just a descendant of the same beings that mutants are descended from, if that may... I guess it's He's like, just closer up along the yeah. gene pool kind of thing. Yeah, it's because Azrael is classically... Almost like Homo sapien, like being... If you were to be a... Uh, a descendant of both, like Neanderthal. Does that even make sense? Yeah. Neanderthal yeah. and Homo sapiens. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But you're closer to a Neanderthal than a Yeah, Homo and then there's sapiens. another... And there's another race currently here that are closer. If, if there was two races and one was closer to Neanderthal and one was closer to Homo sapiens, but both yeah. came from... I don't know what analogy yeah. I'm trying to make. Well, actually, the Homo sapiens and Neanderthals they actually lived side by side for years. And then the Neanderthals died out. And we're not we're not that closely genetically related to them yeah um, and i think it would be how, how mad would it be if you ended up with like there was actually two different species like living it's really interesting which is i guess that's kind of what it was fascinating there's a really good um bbc documentary series i think it's about four parts called the human journey and i think you can get it on youtube and it's goes into all basically how humans evolved in Africa started going north and then once we went north then we went east and west yeah, yeah. and we how they figured they actually went up around all the way along Russia then over these ice caps and into America that way yeah. and so then they became all the northern like tribal people who then also the ones that went set further south then became like uh, Native Americans and Aztecs and all that kind of stuff as they went further south and so the people just evolved differently and people went to Asia and evolved slightly differently and then there was people who all stayed like all the people who went north we lost our pigment and became whiter and all this yeah, stuff. so it was, yeah. it was really interesting but they talk about um, Neanderthals because there was this theory by a I think he's Japanese. I think it was in Japan. I think it's Japan. And there's a there's there's a big philosophy idea that actually Japanese people evolved from Neanderthals, not from uh, what was it Homo erectus or whatever was their first version. Um, and they're but it's not none of it's backed up. Basically, yeah, it was yeah. all of this kind of theory of they found this cave that they proved was the origin of early Japanese people and all this and it was mostly Neanderthals and stuff but then they go into all the different tools and stuff and they're trying to figure out like why are we why did we win 
basically. Yeah. Uh, and they figured there was probably like huge race wars and stuff between uh, Homo sapiens and Neanderthals. But the bizarre thing about it was Neanderthals created, they'd made better tools than us. They were That's, bigger yeah, and it, stronger than us. But the difference was we were more social yeah. and we created culture. So we had like song and stories. So we created bigger communities. Bigger. And in that sense, we just outclassed them, yeah, basically. Yeah. Well, like a bigger community will have a bigger army if it needs But th- it. that's what happened was yeah. because we created culture and art and we created communities and we had better trade between. So you have one village here through the village over there and we started creating trade between them where mostly Neanderthals were... They kind of just kept themselves like their own tribes. Yeah. They weren't very social with other tribes, and um, so you were never like they were never like setting up trading or anything like no, that. No, and we not cr- that they were going that far yet. And as well, we were constantly creating new uh, bloodlines into our communities as well. By even though we all originally came from yeah. a small tribe, but spreading out over many generations, and then from Adam pe- and Eve, you you mean? Well, you know, <laughs> Adam and Steve, huh? no. <laughs> the um, <laughs> well, I you really threw me off. There, sorry, sorry. <laughs> no, you're saying uh, we we uh, spread the bloodline. Yeah, exactly. Where now that all's keeping themselves, so there was probably a bit of incest and stuff like that, and um, the last known Neanderthals lived out in Gibraltar in some caves. But the, and but that's like essentially that's just an evolutionary thing though. Like they didn't survive because they were stronger in physically in some senses, but they obviously they weren't strong because they couldn't even they didn't even spread their their genes. Like, well, they did, but we probably slaughtered them. That's, that's the, <laughs> but if you but like it's like a coyote or a coyote will um you know why why a coyote howls is to hear the feedback to other coyotes oh right okay yeah. there's actually like a, a biological signal yeah when they don't hear replies that they actually produce more uh pups oh really yeah like uh, their litter is bigger to, when they yeah. don't hear responses like it, that's quite that's an extreme example but that kind of happens in most mammals like because biologically they want to keep the species alive so i don't know just like not like <laughs> not spreading your bloodline like you're kind of yeah, yeah. you're, you're wiping yourself out like well, they they probably did, and as far as I remember from the document, it's a really good documentary. It's worth a watch to anyone listening. And um, that's the Human Journey, a BBC one, and it's they do. As far as I remember, I need to rewatch it. It's a while ago I watched it, but as far as I'm sure, they did all these things, and really bizarrely, they know they found these caves where they know we lived side by side with them. That like we slept in the same caves yeah, as yeah, Neanderthals. Yeah. So there was obviously some sort of certain tribes had peace with neanderthals and we got along but apparently even though we would have been genetically compatible there was no crossbreeding or anything like that yeah so there's a really good theory that um either we were their slaves or they were our slaves and we used them for like manual labor and yeah. stuff like that and then we ended up just killing them off because we didn't need them anymore as we as we got better with, say, farming and all that kind of stuff. It's interesting that there's no... Maybe, uh, I don't know enough about it, how it really be discovered, but that there's no uh, evidence of cannibalism between either tribe, like one tribe eating there the other. There might be, yeah, I don't know. Because you'd imagine that would close the case on who was whose slave, like... Oh, yeah, if they could find out that, oh, yeah, 
we ate them or they ate us. Then yeah. Whoever was the eater is the master, I suppose. So Did but, we keep them like cattle? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, just means, so because if there's a theory that one was slaves, but they don't know which, based on that, I'd imagine there's been no evidence of cannibalism. And I'd just be very surprised yeah. that there. But, I think that but then you hear there's yeah. the theory that, sorry, there's a theory that, you know, we wouldn't have been meat eaters at that point. Yeah as well so yeah but I've, I've heard mixed i've heard mixed things like i'm sure in that documentary they said there was no crossbreeding but i think there's then i then i think later in an episode of the same because it's whatever four or five parts they said something like there is a really small genetic crossover yeah so like that they didn't breed with say humans across the board we're not all hybrids of the two species together but in our genetics, there is like a really small genetic line of, say, a few crossbreeds, yeah. and then they've gone in, they've been diluted down and stuff like that. But it's not a, it's not a very prominent, predominant thing, as far as I know. But it's still mad. But it's probably the best realistic example of what well, mutants. But I, but it, you're talking two hundred thousand years ago, yeah. Does it, or well, actually up to I think it's about forty, fifty thousand. Yeah. years. Sorry, humans started left Africa two hundred thousand years ago. That's what it is. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's what I'm mixing up. Just because I, it's nothing got to do with mutants, but just because I left it hanging. The thing about with coyotes, how they discovered that was hunting seasons. Oh, yeah. They just would change them around and they started to notice after each hunting season there was more being born. And so they actually uh. started doing experiments with it. And yeah, they figured out like now it's actually hunting. Hunting actually causes more coyotes. Oh, because there's less of them, so they make more they, of them. Yeah. Because <laughs> they were like, they were one of the ones that was near in the endangered list. Yeah, yeah, and then they like started hunting them for clothes, and people were like outraged by it. And now there's got there's a because huge the... coyote problem now because they hunted them too much, so they bred more. That's afterwards. really funny. It's mad, but the survival of the species, yeah, you know, that's the way it goes. Um, now I find the Neanderthal thing really interesting. As far as I know, there is a TV show coming that might be basically about that. Yeah, did you see the casting calls? It's Vikings, but with cavemen <laughs> like is what it's, well, it's the is. same studio make vikings oh so yeah, they, yeah they film it but that's exactly yeah. their pitches it's like yeah they, fi- they film vikings here so all the casting calls go up in places here we always hear about them and you friends have worked on vikings yeah. um, and yeah they're doing a series as far as i know it's, it's humans versus neanderthals <laughs> yeah. um, it sounds awesome <laughs> but like i mean have you seen vikings no it's not very good. Like if if you yeah. if you want like an a, a historical accurate show, it's oh, definitely yeah. not one to go with. But oh, also, yeah. it's just not really. And it's just not good. Yeah. I've downloaded all of season one and I haven't watched it. <laughs> it don't. It's not worth it. Yeah. <laughs> like, I know not... loads of people who've been in it because it's filmed here and stuff. And it's filmed around the corner from my sister's house, like in a field. Yeah, <laughs> yeah uh, no, it's still like it's still bad though. And it's it like History Channel just aren't very good. At, history <laughs> well you know they, they're not they, apparently they don't need to be now and that's why they changed their name because they're oh, not yeah. called a history channel what anymore they what are they? they're called history which but that's the word you left in the word that you should you, know, take, <laughs> you, you should, should just call, call channel. the channel yeah. or the h channel like, oh we don't need to be historically accurate now anymore because we changed our name from history channel to history <laughs> <laughs> what that's a terrible oh, yeah, reason yeah. i suppose it kind of takes away the kind of almost a bit of status though when you say it it's like this coming up on history. Well, yeah, it's just kinda, it's just a bad name. coming up on the History Channel. Yeah, sounds far more official. It does, but it, that's just because history. <laughs> it's just a weird, it's just a weird singular name. I know, for a yeah. channel like, uh, but yeah, I can't imagine they're 
cavemen or whatever it's called will will be good. No, but I like the concept. I like the concept of it. I actually don't like it if the fucking if they didn't even talk. <laughs> like if they just grunted. Oh, they would at go each proper. Other. Um, yeah. What is it? Ten thousand or is it the original ten thousand? Isn't it ten thousand BC or one million BC? Sorry. Yeah, yeah. Um, That'd be great. Ten thousand BC is the terrible film. Sorry. Yeah, they won't go that direction though. So anyway, yeah, that's the closest humans have ever come to. Uh, I suppose the equivalent of the mutant problem for Marvel is we had humans versus Neanderthals. Yeah. Um, I think it'd be cool if that was still going on now. <laughs> Not like a continuous fight or anything, but how weird would it be to... It'd be so be, normal to you now. But I imagine there'd still be so much like racism and problems with it. Do you think? Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, we have that problem with well, like, races within our species. Exactly, like, yeah, so. yeah. But, but I think uh, it'd be so normal. Like, I mean, you think of the idea... But the argument of, but they're not even human, would it be an actual argument? Yeah. <laughs> it'd be so weird. Imagine there'd probably be a Neanderthal nation. But I think, like, I think it would be so commonplace that it would just be seen as just being like the way racism is now. I don't think it'd be any less or worse. It wouldn't be special. Yeah. (laughs) Like, you would just see, like, instead, it'd just be, like, the other species would have been the slaves. And people from Africa would have never been brought to America as slaves. But they might have have had their own slaves that were Neanderthals or whatever. Yeah, yeah, And now they'd all be getting their own rights, but there'd still be a certain... It'd just mean all the different races in our species would all be a bit more united against another race. (laughs) Like, that's all it would be. (laughs) Yes, but... And people would just be... People would be equally horrible. There'd be, like... The majority would be like what i'd hope the majority is now which would want rights for everybody yeah, yeah. but i think it'd be just the same only... except instead of it being like black people it would be neanderthals that yeah were i think so being discriminated against because i mean the idea of having another species it'd be so normal that i don't think we'd even think about that i mean you look at how weird is it that we have like dogs that come in and just sit on a couch while we're watching tv this oh, completely other species that just sits yeah it's completely bonkers like when you it, think about it yeah yeah like cats as well. Like cats don't really even want to be there, but you just this. It's just this. They just sp- hang around because they know they'll you'll give them food. Yeah, it's this complete other species that just hangs around with you to get food. Yeah, and you just and you're happy to allow it. It's well, so odd. Well, cats I never really understood that much because dogs were useful for hunting and um, you could use them to protect, say your cattle or that kind yeah, of stuff. Yeah. Cats, the most they do is possibly handle pests like rats and mice i think that's i think that's that the only reason like kind of yeah. started yeah which is like a pretty useful purpose back in the day like in the like if you're in this if you're like if you own a pub in the 18th century like you had to have a cat yeah like it, they're an, an extremely more useful than a dog at that point for you like i suppose yeah um i imagine that's the only reason they were domesticated yeah. uh yeah absolutely pointless now like yeah yeah I suppose, it, I suppose as I'm always going to be I love growing my own vegetables and all that kind of stuff it would be like if I had enough land like that's a couple of acres I would probably no I don't like cats I've never liked cats I would probably have to keep a cat yeah to stop like mice getting into my grain cellars and stuff like that you know yeah, yeah. You'd, you'd probably have to it's an essential it's a necessity yeah. is the word yeah I mean like I guess that when you think about it, like that's actually quite a good use. Like, I mean, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I suppose it's a good reason. Yeah, just because cats are assholes. Like, they're just, they're just, yeah, they're just dickheads. But I can kind of appreciate that too. That they're just like 
they're at least a bit independent in that they don't they're not needy like it's better than yeah. being needy like there's nothing worse than a real needy dog that just whines like. yeah, i know yeah. well i have a huge problem with cats in my garden i've t- i'm always giving out about this is they keep digging up my vegetable patches and like shitting in them and stuff and it drives me nuts yeah. and they're all stray cats there's I've, i have a neighbor who feeds stray cats and it drives yeah. me nuts and uh, i was looking up solutions for it on uh, like these irish forums um and one guy just goes oh yeah i bought this uh catcher and i just take i catch the, the stray cats and then i drive them like 50 miles away and release them mm. right and loads of people are going oh my god that's so cruel how would you like it if somebody took you and displaced you from your home and all this i'm like it's a fucking stray cat it'll live survive anywhere he did the best thing because the next solution is to kill them <laughs> like, yeah. anyway sorry yeah i mean the 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 best solution probably is like just to for the humans involved whoever's feeding them to just fucking stop it like I know, yeah, the person is just them. yeah because I, I spent all last week like putting in chicken wire all around my garden to stop them coming yeah. in <laughs> like because if you stop feeding a the cat they'll just fuck off they're a, they will they're an independent animal that will find they're only yeah. there for food they'll find it wherever yeah. if you stop feeding them they'll leave like yeah. luckily last year was the year of the storms right yeah, remember we yeah. this conversation what were we referring to 2015 before the storms there was like 10 of them there's now like two of them left <laughs> they all got killed off in the storms so mutants yeah um we'll continue with so mutants <laughs> anyway yeah possible we have mutants also the idea of radiation creating the the, the x-men mutants we can believe that because we talked about it on this part we talked about in the fallout episode how ionizing yeah. radiation damages your dna and you can pass on you won't mutate but you will pass on mutations yeah because uh, it's reproductive cells germ cells that are affected so mutants we'll give that a pass on possible even though like it's yeah. a silly x-men version but yeah possible so do you think it is likely if mutants are possible do you think it's likely people would react we, we've kind of answered that question by saying if neanderthals were around yeah well the, yeah that was the whole point of that um but I mean, yeah, do you I, think it'll go to the extent of an X Men where you have like the hope serum and all that? Um, I think you could very easily find it would be like racism. Yeah. You know, there'd be a whole thing of there'd be people out like you've seen in the X Men films and in the cartoon and stuff like that. There will be people out protesting. Yeah. That they don't want to, you know. But I mean, that step further for people that might not be as familiar with the X Men in the comics and in yeah. the films, they, there's like legislation being introduced to, like one of them, it was a, a gas to like depower the mutants, wasn't that one of them? Oh, was it? Yeah, they brought in a cure. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So like, st- but I mean, stuff like that. Do you think it would go that far where there'd be like new legislation introduced to try and like stop them? Um, pretty extreme, isn't it? I, well, I know that's why but do you I think it go that extreme I mean you think like you think that you've got Charles Xavier who can like essentially hack everybody in the world's mind I know yeah um yeah when you think about it like it's like the argument for mutant registration as it were yeah is that's that's what it essentially is that's that what's the like the argument for it is you have a 13 year old kid who's basically a walking nuke Mm. you know <laughs> yeah yeah like it's okay so the y- scenario is we're agents of shield in this all right okay so yeah, we yeah, yeah. have and we're high up we're we're not the uh, what do they call the mrd or something like that the we're on the level where we we know that uh 
what's his name phil what's his colson we were at yeah. the level that we know he's alive <laughs> so before the terrible tv show yeah, came out we have some say, essentially what I'm saying, we've got some say in we've got the good solution to the, yeah, yeah 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 we've got influence okay we're in a think think tank <laughs> <laughs> one like, of us is going out with nick jury's daughter <laughs> <laughs> but don't tell him um but yeah so like where would you stand on the on the, the solution to the mutant problem it's a really tough moral decision we were both like anti-superhuman registration act last week though i know so are we the exact same as the people in the comics that were given the superheroes know, in the past a, but we're like oh but the, but the mutants well you see there's a difference where okay, you take a there's heroes and villains right so there's heroes who are trying to do the right thing they're generally good people yeah and then there's super villains who we mostly know who they all are because they've been in and out of jail and yeah, so we're yeah, trying yeah. to come up with super prison ideas to capture them and that but then there's everyone in between who are just people with powers who don't want to be a hero or anything and that's kind of like okay their power is fine but if they're going to abuse them no, but I'm the big thing, which is the missing gap in X Men, which is I suppose it's what Charles Xavier is trying to do. Is his whole thing is, let's take these twelve, thirteen year olds who woke up one morning on fire and yeah, burned down their house, and teach them to control their power, rather yeah. than just locking them up or injecting them with something that lose their powers or whatever like that you know they could be the superheroes of the future if we train them yeah yeah but then i guess the other side to that is like that's one school and then you have magneto kind of training them to be the opposite yeah and like i think you you i'd be on the side of if we're if we're both agents of shield i'd be like let's do a shield initiative like, where like we have Wars. schools yeah for uh, mutants but i think you hit the like you hit the best point just saying the the 13 year old who's walking around there's a nuclear bomb i think that's sort of the main deciding fact that's what differentiates it, them between your, superheroes yeah that's getting into your omega level yeah as well but which there is isn't there there is kids with like isn't what's his name reed richard's son is a mutant isn't he um franklin yes well there isn't he like an omega like he's yeah but he's not technically a mute well I thought the he Fantastic was. Fantastic Four that... are technically mutants, but they're not. But when the Marvel mutants, I thought there was some reason that he, that like, just by chance he happened. Like, it's not got to do with being even Reed Richards' son. It's just he's a it mutant. could be, yeah, yeah. It's like the way, like, normal, you know, people are, like, Iceman's a mutant, but his parents aren't. I thought it was just something yeah, like yeah. that. that um, or maybe I'm confusing characters, but there's one superhero's kid who's a mutant anyway, and he's yeah. an Omega level. I'm trying to think who it is as well. But there'd be a few anyway, like that, even in the films, there's that kid in X-Men 2 that has like, it's more powerful than Professor X. Yeah. So you have kids that, I can't remember what we got, I just got so sidetracked on Reed Richards' kid. That well, I, I was, I was sorry, you were talking about like the kid is a mutant walking down the road. Oh yeah, mutant, yeah, yeah. So like, yeah, you've got a 13 year old that can hack your mind. Captain America is not too much of a concern like yeah with the superheroes like spider-man's about the youngest yeah and i guess we we're talking earlier about how everybody loves him but then again they kind of don't in because but it's more because of the daily bugle but they've turned yeah. to which what kind of is with the x-men too it's how the media presents it to begin with yeah well that's exactly it yeah. I mean, actually they even do that in the animated show where they like decide that they've got like a a public image problem so there's this uh alien monster 
attacking New York. And they're like, normally they would never be involved in it. That's like an Avengers type thing. But they decide oh, they're yeah. going to go and save New York to get there be before the heroes. They, and they go and when they come back, they're watching the news and they've been completely cut out of it. Oh, really? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and Wolverine's just really surprised and Cyclops is just like, what did you expect? Like, And he gives him this whole lecture about how the media works. Like, yeah. <laughs> like a children's <laughs> cartoon. But that's... Yeah, and I, and I suppose, kind of going back to the whole, like, Neanderthal and race are or our nearest comparison is modern racism was that, that was the whole point of the x-men when they was written yeah. was to highlight racism without being too on the nose with it yeah well it's essentially professor x is martin luther king and, oh, and malcolm x or malcolm x is magneto yeah yeah um it's two, yeah actually sorry yeah yeah that's a, yeah sorry yeah. it's just two two people with the same goal but completely different philosophical <laughs> beliefs on how to achieve it like yeah. uh, we'll take back our freedom and equality the other is can't we all just get along and work about this peacefully and pass nicer laws yeah, and, yeah. yeah. well one is more like we'll take back our e- freedom and equality and the other is we should be more equal you know like like yeah. malcolm x was very like he believed in violence like oh yeah yeah uh, big time it's very different wait so wait where do we stand on because we, we to solve the mutant problem we need to choose yeah. we need to get off the fence on it okay my solution is to produce more uh education and treatment centers because i think that's the solution to all of society's problems that is a fair to <laughs> realistic um yeah (laughs) (laughs) temporarily however like let's lock the fuckers up (laughs) in termin camps termin camps for all no Um, i mean yeah you're right like an actual a system put in place to educate them how to use their powers would be what you do but then like you have to look at the economy how's it doing i mean like you look at just schooling um kids with antisocial behavior problems like yeah, doesn't add a mutant pair on top yeah, of yeah like, just... imagine like the teachers yeah. like you have to like train is it mutant yeah, would all the teachers have to be mutants it would be better if they were mutants yeah, yeah well they'd have to be like... they'd all have to be x x-men yeah omega level well not teachers. even but just oh, did... i mean you can't well in the x-men you see they handle it really well the the whole idea of lesser powered mutants handling more powerful mutants just through like clever manipulation or just being kind of like i'll kick your ass like wolverine's a good in i read there the comic series which is uh it's wolverine and the x-men and it's him running uh because all the x-men moved they all ended up in uh, on magneto's island and so there's so much stuff is happening in the comics and basically wolverine decided to go back and reopen uh, instead of the Charles Xavier School, he opened the Jean Grey School. Yeah, like in honor of Jean Grey, and he's the principal then. And in that, he there's loads of mutants, like kids that are way part. There's one of them. Um, oh my God, what's his name? Oh, I can't think of his name, but he's Omega level, and he's a psychic. Um, oh, it's probably oh, the kid really I was thinking of. He's pink well, hair. An- anyway, so I can't yeah. think of his name. But Wolverine just manages to control him by just being like dickhead to him all the yeah. time and kind of being clever with them and just yeah it's... but if we're going to go with like a realistic solution like government funding for schools we're going to ha- also have to be realistic about how it would actually work with teachers like, oh yeah i mean you're not really going to get anywhere even like if you have somebody who you know done history up until they're leaving search you're not going to send them to trinity to teach no history like so it'd be even 
or like somebody with martial art training like a white belt training a black belt yeah it's just not the same thing no, no. it have to be you would have to have like higher yeah, mutants well, yeah. mutants who've perfected their power who've or maybe not even maybe not omega level but you would at least need they would like you said they i guess have extremely perfect control of their powers yeah yeah they'd have to be just ultimately good people they'd all have to be x-men is it yeah yeah they'd all and i suppose yeah that how many of them are there you know that's the thing yeah and like i mean the the mutant world in x-men seems huge like I mean, it seems like it's like one in five people are mutants like yeah they change they've changed it a couple of times it was in the films it's really high yeah and in the comic books it was well the days of future past story in the comic it all it always seems like it was a huge, huge popular yeah, yeah. because in that one day for people who don't know what that is it's the what are they called the giant robots sentinels yeah they, they essentially decide to kind of turn they turn on both humans and mutants yeah they do yeah um they're harsher on mutants and everybody's marked there's like three i can't remember, I can't remember. it's humans mutants and then there's one something in the middle Oh, or somebody right. that carries the gene but isn't a mutant. Oh, they're potential mutant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so they're essentially marked. Or they did have mutant children or whatever. Yeah, they're marked the way, like the way Jews were during World War Two. Yeah. But it seems... I just remember reading that and there's panels and you see the M for mutant on people's face and, like, it's so much more than the humans. Like, yeah, yeah. In, so in that storyline, it seems like they were a huge... Po- but then it's maybe where the... Where they just kind of marking anyone they suspected. I'm not sure. Yeah, I'm not sure. Like, in the... In the more recent ones, there was the whole House of M thing, which is, um, I know this is getting into comic book lore. Yeah, like, you don't need a Scarlet but Witch. In, yeah, in that she basically, but there's what, like, like took away loads of mutant powers, so now there's only, like, a few thousand of them left, yeah. where there used to be millions. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. But I'd still say, like, like that's like saying, yeah, it's that's just something that's going on now. It's like, yeah, that, that's yeah. kind of not what you it, typically probably turn it around again, yeah. the other way, like. It's like, yeah, like, Robin is still Batman's sidekick and not whoever his sidekick is now, like, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, it's whatever you more associate with the character. Yeah, and, like, exactly. go by most versions of X-Men, like, there's a huge population. Yeah, of I, th- I think it's I think it's more 1 in 10 than 1 in 5, but it's right. still a really high number. Yeah, yeah. Like, so at the yeah, moment, there's but, moments of what? There's 7 billion people in the world. Let's say there's a billion mutants. That's it, yeah like so that's like a billion people that have to be put in check <laughs> that's a lot of people uh so yeah like so while that is a good a good solution i mean that might help some people yeah but it's only going to work in certain countries yeah it's only going to work in on like if someone lives in a country that you, you can't because it's, it's worldwide so that might work in specific places it depends on political um What's the word I'm looking for? Uh, the political stability of an area and is the country at war? Is you know, there's so many different. Yeah. yeah. Well, there's so many. Yeah, because I mean, why you come up against, especially somewhere that's like ruled by a king, and if, if their king's a mutant, he's not going to be having that, <laughs> which happens in it. Yeah. Um, but the, the thing is, because with doing that, with with their introducing, so there's a few different things in the comics people have tried to do to the mutants. One, yeah, like the the Mutant Registration Act is probably the most kinder of bills as as harsh as it is it's still quite kind all yeah. it is is yeah you you register your powers yeah yeah so well yeah we well, explained that no i just want to go sorry, yeah. to other ones so sorry, like, yeah. th- there was another one the hope serum which was going to cure them yeah 
there was also uh, a proposition to make it illegal for them to have sex, essentially, or get married, okay, so yeah. as they couldn't procreate, that it could eventually wipe out yeah. the mutant gene. So, like, that's how far these things were going. So, like, we, yeah. we probably won't even get to an answer on whether, you know, the Registration Act would be right or wrong. But what about, like, when you go further to that? The next step down is, like, castration like, or... That's where it gets or, completely, or, like, you just can't do that. And that's where it gets... That's where yeah. you've already turned it into a war. Like, that's where you've said, we're only doing this because we think you're going to rise against us. <laughs> yeah. So we're just going to try and stop you in your tracks before enough of you get together yeah because that's that's all you that's all the humans are doing at that point yeah and that's what magneto has always feared yeah, and he's right <laughs> anytime anytime there's a future timeline magneto is right <laughs> that's kind of the huge message of it all is he might have been a bit extreme about his wings but his views were right but even his his, his oh, sorry his idea that the humans would destroy the mutants is always been right yeah or that they you know they'll but even his extremities are so rarely for any in any way further than how like some of the humans will go to exterminate the mutants either i know yeah like he's no worse than any of the human villains in it no only only he is at least doing it for the right reason because he's protecting his people yeah like he just seems like Magneto's right in most cases. Like. Yeah, he is actually. Um, <laughs> um, but the... Yeah, okay, so yeah, the Mutant Registration Act is exactly what it sounds like, is if you've mutant powers, you have to be registered, so they know... It's basically authorities, like police or whatever, they know that you're an extremely powerful mutant, say, living in your house. Yeah. So if they get a call for like a domestic scene going in your house they're not going to send one squad car they're going to yeah, send yeah. say a unit who could possibly handle you because they have some disabling um we see technology the, or weapons or something to go up against you registration act could work in that okay that would be really bad to begin with but 10 years down the line if there's a bit more equality and now they like the the scenario you just described now they actually have a, a chapter of the police department with mutants yeah and they're the cops and they're sent to this is my mutant. idea for a tv show remember I was telling it's you also before. a comic book as well yeah it is a, um there was some tv show was being made i think they only did a pilot it was kind of the idea um but i, I had the idea of basically doing like law and order but in a world where there's a mutant registration act yeah <laughs> and so there's just a squad of cops who deal specifically like like law and order special victims unit. There's like law and order mutant unit, basically, is the idea. Um, so they deal with cases that involve mutants, and most of the police themselves are mutants, so they can handle them. Yeah. So it's not even a. It's not necessarily, like a really bad thing. It's just the way it is. You know, it's the best yeah. solution to it. But you'd probably never get to that point either. All the same. Like, it'd be a good idea, but you wouldn't. Yeah, like, it'd never work out that way. No, because <laughs> people are dickheads. <laughs> yeah, well, like... Well, like, if you were a mutant, would you register? Well, it depends. What are the consequences of registering? It doesn't matter. You don't know, like... I imagine the thing is, if you don't register and you get caught 
has been unregistered, you probably have to pay a hefty fine or do some jail time or something like that. Well, the idea it'd be, being it'd like, be the equivalent of not paying your taxes. Yeah, or yeah, but you know? so it's the idea of like, you, well, obviously you don't register hoping to get caught. You register and plan on not getting caught. Like you're going to hide your power. Like, you know, you don't yeah. have a physical deformity. So like you're yeah. Wolverine, say, who could yeah. live. Would you register? Probably not. Yeah, I wouldn't. Especially like if you don't have a physical deformity, and when you think about it, in <laughs> well, in your day to day life, right? How often are you going to use it? If you if you decide, okay, say you, Wolverine's power is a good example, right? In your lifetime, how often are you going to be in a scenario where you really need those powers? Yeah, very rarely. You're like, okay, you might get hit by a car or fall off, fall out of a tree or something like. Yeah, but you know. The, odd, then, the odds of you being severely injured and then getting up and walking away and everyone witnessing it are quite slim. But even, and even then, if for the one time, the one million chance that might happen, like, yeah. try your best to fake being in pain <laughs> and you will just be that free. Because you actually hear about stories where, like, yeah. a truck, like, rolls over somebody and they just come out of it unscathed just by complete chance. It just happened to miss. Or whatever and, way it went. On yeah, the, yeah. Should you hear stories of... Um, like uh, skydivers who fall com- like yeah, from yeah. from whatever it is I think it's about wouldn't be quite 30 it'd be more about 10, 15,000 feet and they twist their ankle like isn't Wolverine a complete asshole though for actually becoming a cage fighter oh, completely so <laughs> like, <laughs> I would probably do that if I had his powers because it's a great way to make money on the side <laughs> yeah but like what an asshole <laughs> that's like beating up child like at that point well the difference with wolverine is he also has the adamantium bones so to get punched by him it's just yeah just like, that's just so hard oh yeah and he was a cage fighter like that he still he had yeah, he, yeah. he'd already been through weapon x at that point yeah like, like it's it is a dick move at that point uh, uh, where if you just have his powers like if you had his powers to the point where you leave the ring with like a black eye and you're in bits and then the next day you got to work and you're fine oh yeah like yeah yeah you, you can get away with it yeah because just the healing factor i suppose that's not yeah, bad. yeah that's actually just a very clever use of your powers yeah because this means you don't get any permanent damage like no you can uh like you won't get concussion like because your brain well, won't ha- you you yeah. you'll heal before your brain has time to bruise and stuff yeah and it would be two lives because the people who you go to fight in cage fights aren't going to know you as like an accountant or an officer or like whatever it is you do you know what I mean? <laughs> you'll keep it as a separate life so there won't yeah. be your mates won't be like hey man you got your head beat in last night why are you okay today yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> because then you don't go to another fight for another See, month you can never go pro though because no, you'd have the to public be, eye then. You, well you have to be when even just pro like not ufc but you know pro fighters that we might yeah. never hear of because like you'll be drug tested the day after a fight yeah and if they show up and you're not even bruised like you're not even bothered going to bother testing you they're just going to be like you're a mutant yeah or well or they think you're taking something it's either you're on steroids or you're a mutant yeah (laughs) just put on an eye patch and some bandages and be like hey how's it going (laughs) you just i suppose you could get good at makeup (laughs) we solve the mutant problem just make them cage fires (laughs) well that's bad no i don't no no that's that's but that would happen I would be it like there's no reason they shouldn't be allowed to. They should have the same right to. But no, they they would have to be a separate organization. UFC would have to have 
the U Ultimate Mutant Fighting Championship. Yeah, it'd be the UMFC. Yeah, yeah. You couldn't have you couldn't have mutants no, and no. humans like that. It'd be ridiculous. Um, that's really. Uh, I was thinking this as I was. Or it'd just be thing. another weight class and say it'd be bantam weight, yeah, mutant, mutant weight. Because <laughs> <laughs> like weight class doesn't matter in like the Blob v Wolverine. They're still. Yeah, even though he could be like five times as yeah. weight. Yeah. Depends on your powers. <laughs> <laughs> if your power is that, you know, you weigh 100 pounds and you can turn, like, translucent or something. Yeah, yeah. And you go up against a guy who's blob. <laughs> You're fucked, like. <laughs> Unless he has bad eyesight or something. <laughs> we need to come, we need to revisit this. That idea is an episode in itself, like, different, like, our own, like, combat sport with different, like, mutants and stuff. Yeah, yeah. I feel like there's ground um, to cover there well no I think as well like back to the whole the universe we see in Marvel of mutants is for the most part especially with all the politics and all the racism and all that kind of stuff is just America do you think it would be different in Europe I think well in certain parts of Europe um, yeah. worse than some I, I imagine yeah. better than others I imagine like the way it is with um racism and homophobia everywhere i imagine like in sweden yeah. it's going to be better i imagine in russia it's going to be worse yeah what do you think it'd be like here um i imagine we tend to be around the same as american most things yeah. uk and ireland kind of we're very t- typical of just the west like yeah so i think it'd be just like it'd be the mixed bag you'd ha- have in america i don't think any i don't honestly don't think anywhere would be as bad uh or would be as bad as the comics portray yeah in that like so. everybody just hates the mutants i'm sure there'd be a huge element of people but yeah, I, I think, think it would be i think it'd be a real thing if there'd be people who are s- supporting mutants and there's people who are against them where in the comics it seems to be there's mutants and humans and that's it yeah yeah, yeah yeah like there's a few it's more like there's a little small group of humans that support the mutants and they're all like demeaned and called mutant lovers and stuff yeah and they keep it so they keep it quiet yeah it's not it's like the yeah, majority yeah, yeah. of people hate mutants i think it would be more of a I suppose 50-50, kind of, you know, maybe a bit different. That Yeah, it, like... I don't think it would be quite be on as... I don't think it would be quite like racism. I think it would be far worse. I do think it would be worse than racism. Like, that's just always the best example. But it would be worse because there's more... Like, normally, when people hate another culture, another race, whatever, it's normally out of fear anyway. And yeah. it's with mutants, like... There's more there's to actually, fear. Well, there's actually something. To oh, so fear. There's, like, there's actually a reason to be yeah, afraid. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. whether they're right or wrong, like you kind of have to be honest. Like, well, of course there is something to fear there. Whereas, yeah. if people people have this much hatred in their hearts for like gay people and black people, when there's no like there's ultimately nothing to not be afraid to fear, of, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. of course, when there's actually somebody that can control you, possibly, yeah, they're, yeah. they're going to be worse. Yeah, but certainly I, yawning. I don't yeah. know if to go as far as trying to like essentially neuter them. Well, I don't think anybody would really that that would never be let slide you on onto like a dictator. Ultimately, when that's there, if you lived in a world where that starts to happen, it's only a matter of time before you, as a normal human, start to have your own life controlled. Like when they get away with doing shit like that to the mutants, the next thing they do is like, oh wow we can probably get away with doing like that went down well. (laughs) The next step is nineteen eighty four. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know what you mean. It's uh. (laughs) <laughs> wow we got rid of all the mutants that was good <laughs> now let's go get some humans yeah, under control yeah. Yeah. and as well I imagine there would be a huge amount of again it's the same homophobia is probably the best example of 
you would have like closeted mutants who hate mutants and hate themselves definitely i'd yeah, say that would be yeah. a huge thing like the 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 kind of <laughs> like the politician now that's like is wants to introduce some like anti-gay marriage bill and then he's caught with like a bunch of <laughs> male prostitutes <laughs> like yeah, yeah. <laughs> um but would you <laughs> it's that equivalent yeah. yeah yeah only it'd be like yeah somebody introducing an anti-mutant act but he's well, yeah, he won't be caught with mutant prostitutes. He'd just be caught, <laughs> caught, caught with mutant prostitutes. <laughs> He's just been caught with a mutant. Like, yeah. uh, <laughs> or it turns out his son's a mutant or something yeah. like that. Um, damn it, there's something else I was going to say there. Oh, it was a funny one too. Yeah. Oh, no, it wasn't funny. It was just something I remember. <laughs> they never, They never come back to it. But there's a comic where, and it's one of the, cl- like it could be trying to think it's an early no like it's an 80s x-men comic and there's protesters spider-man's in the comic and somebody throws something throws a can at like one of the mutants and says something about like dirty muties and spider-man and it's a girl and spider-man turns around and punches her (laughs) (laughs) and she falls out of frame and it looks like she's just dead and then they never oh he's like just punch (laughs) punch killing like well like a spider-man but it's just such a weird thing for them to put that character (laughs) it just turns around and punches somebody (laughs) that would be a really good thing if they came back on that and you have like spider-man it's like now in the comics i think he's probably about our age yeah yeah. and he's like working as a college professor and all this kind of stuff and it'd be really funny to have like just this woman shows up in a wheelchair (laughs) <laughs> and it's like she's suing him or something. That's <laughs> and like it comes back around or or even she just ends up being like a student in his class and yeah, yeah, yeah. he finds out that the story is she was punched by Spider-Man while at a mutant protest <laughs> and he like snapped her neck and broke her spine and he just like and then it's all about his guilt <laughs> I, I, I think I'd kind of like eh. She's kind of asking for it all the same. I know, yeah. Yeah, if that happened to you, you'd just like, well, you're a fucking racist yeah, cunt. Like, like, okay. <laughs> like, don't be a racist to Spider-Man's friends while he's standing there. Like, <laughs> You're going to get spider-punched, bitch. Um, yeah. But th- it's funny because I was actually meant to bring it up last week where I was going to ask you the question, like, which, if you were caught up in the Captain America Civil War, who, oh, yeah. what hero would you fear the most? Yeah. And mine was Spider-Man, just because he's so he's so powerful and so young, which kind of goes with the the mutant problem. Yeah, that yeah. he's unpredict like he might not pull his punch in that. Because like looking yeah. at like all like Spider-Man has such a big death toll in the comics, yeah. <laughs> and it's usually from accidents. Like there's a really good one. It's fucking awful, but like him and Wolverine are fighting in a cemetery. Oh, there's yeah. some some girl she was trying to trick Wolverine to killing her. Oh, she okay. wants to commit suicide. She essentially has some fetish. Yeah. She wants to be killed by a superhero. And Spider-Man knows about it. He ends up in this fight with uh, Wolverine. No, if you Wolverine. Who doesn't realise he's being manipulated. To yeah, yeah. And Spider-Man's kind of getting his ass kicked. And Wolverine's even like jo- like making fun of him about holding back. Like, oh, and yeah. why would he even... Why, like, he's a fool to hold back on Wolverine. And then Spider-Man like powers up. like, And then he reacts and he turns. And he punches through Wolverine's face. But then he's like halfway through it, he realizes it's the woman. <gasps> and he's just killed her. And like he literally. Like, <laughs> uh, and she done it like, and then that was actually Like her she pun- stepped in place. Well, yeah, because it was her plan was to commit suicide. 
That might be how to retcon that just so Spider-Man didn't seem like he just murdered a woman by punching through her face. <laughs> That's but, mad. Um, I must read that. That sounds interesting. I can't remember. I might not. Maybe I didn't even read it. It might have been something I just came, like watched a YouTube video and they, yeah, yeah. It, it could have been like the 10 times Spider-Man killed somebody. Do you know what? I actually could have it and I've just not read it yet because I bought up a load of old uh, like Wolverine crossovers there last year. Um, just bought a load of them online. Yeah, and kind of you know they're like whatever say six series or a six issue run or whatever, and I just bought them. Um, and I think I have one that's Spider Man or Wolverine. Um, actually, that's something really good I found. I'm not going to read it because it's a long enough article, but I'll post a link with this video. There's a really good fake article in the New York Times uh, called "The Mutant Problem" by Peter Parker. Oh, really? Yeah, and it's this article that Peter Parker like they have it the the can you remember like Black Tuesday in the comics? I think it's they copy it in the movie it's when what they had somebody was essentially hacking all the mutants minds to kill to kill them all i think they were using professor x to do it oh, okay and yeah. then halfway through magneto comes in stops it and he makes him attack all the humans and it's this big event yeah and, yeah yeah but it's peter parker writing an article about that a few years after it telling a story about his roommate who they all like he lived before he, he describes it they're all like he describes them as being like the the annoying geeks on the big bag theory oh, okay. and it, on black tuesday his friend had a seizure and they didn't know what was happening and then they, they all did but so he was the mutant and yeah. all this and he disappeared after it and a uh, lot of it had got to do with an article he had wrote shortly before it happened about the mutant problem it's a pr- pretty much him trying to make amends yeah. but he hasn't seen his friend the, the implication being that the friend was kidnapped and probably murdered by but it's really good it's a, wow, just a really okay, weird yeah. read like and it ends with like the, a picture of the friend and him like hoping he's forgiven him and all this it's just such a yeah. weird wow that's cool i must read that i'll read that on the way home um but we'll get back to some of that stuff i have something actually that might interest us oh well first of all actually just a note i just saw i had taken down i just saw it when i saw the spider-man thing that in the comics when they actually done that essentially banning mutants from it was essentially procreating ba- yeah yeah by banning mutant marriage and that was oh, stopping from procreating okay, yeah and like a month that was called proposition uh x in the comics and about a month after that proposition eight was introduced in california to stop gay marriage oh <laughs> 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 uh, wow so i guess that kind of answers the question well yeah like, it'd be the it, exact it same could definitely happen not that gay couples could create gay children <laughs> well through <laughs> adoption it's you know the there's yeah this argument our anti-gay arguments saying you know they'll turn them gay you know sort of but thing. it's so funny that like in the, the oh so I'm, I'm annoyed by the people in the x-men to believe that even though they're not real people but it's like i know yeah but like all these mutants were born from like human parents and it, like the mutants can still exist without them procreating yeah yeah you could you could wipe out a, it's like one of those things is like you could wipe out all the mutants with say a virus yeah kill them all in 48 hours and within like a week there'll be new mutants <laughs> yeah exactly they'll just be baby it might be a 13 year gap yeah until yeah. they develop their powers but still <laughs> and imagine what's going to be like the second time when the second sort of batch of mutants know what you done to the last ones yeah you're fucked um but here this might give you some more uh things to think about the society would be really oh, that'd be that's a really interesting idea of a 13 year gap of because 
they would grow up with all this propaganda of we save the world from the mutants and all you know this kind of yeah, stuff like yeah. but then probably, they, you'd probably have a lot of suicides and stuff like that I think you'd have an awful lot of magnetos then too though well yeah of course because that's essentially like you know you've all these 13 year olds re- reading Kafka and going on hang on a second <laughs> I'm gonna kill these motherfucking uh, lower humans <laughs> they there might like these are some uh, some reasons to uh, that might give you some cause for for concern that might like get you off the fence on where where we stand as agents of Shield. Oh yeah, because uh, I have some examples here of real mutants. Oh yeah, and this isn't like obviously you Google real mutants, you get loads of fucking well, just like somebody who like you know has two like an extra finger and stuff like that oh, yeah. or somebody that can eat like a hundred hot dogs in five minutes because their stomach is larger oh yeah, like, yeah but these are ones these are the ones i could find that are actually like beneficial yeah uh so there's this genetic uh, genetic condition uh where the body doesn't produce a protein called mesotannin. yeah and that inhibits muscle growth so oh. it's the end of really mostly <laughs> yeah well yeah yeah pretty much they just have larger muscles and less fat. Wow. Uh, so it is proper superhuman strength, really, because you're stronger than average humans. That's cool. But there seems to be no no side effect to it. I was looking up like it's literally you're missing. It's not like gigantism where you no, keep no. growing. Kinda. You're just missing the protein that would stop you from getting muscle. So you just get like yeah, an yeah. infinite amount of muscle. Wow. Now, I'm sure if you actually just, if you literally worked out 12 hours a day for like 20 years, I'm sure there's, you would get too big that your heart is, your heart actually can't pump blood. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, but, but that's how you use it. Um, but this is the most interesting, one of the most interesting things ever. Uh, Marilu Henner, do you know her? No. Okay, she's the, have you seen Taxi, the old sitcom? yeah. <laughs> She's the girl from Taxi, the girl that worked in the in the rank. The one who was wasn't she married to Danny DeVito for a while? No, is that the one you're thinking of? No, you're thinking of the girl from Cheers. Sorry, I am. Yeah, yeah. Um, and Danny DeVito was in Taxi. Yes, sorry, that's sort of mixing up. Yeah. No, she was a blonde, very good-looking woman. Okay, yeah, yeah. But uh, she's got hyper photographic uh, memory. Oh wow! Well, okay. Right. So, right. So it's called a superior autobiographical memory. Yeah. Or hypertomesia. Essentially, it's the ability to record every detail. Wow. Literally. She's like perfect recall. Everything. Um, it's insane. She's only about one of a dozen confirmed cases, depending on the number changes where you read it. Um, yeah. But yeah, it just allows her to pinpoint everything. She, I watched this like 60 minutes piece with her <laughs> and she's just showing people around her house and she's like, these are, I, I, I got these shoes on the 4th of April, 1982. It was a Monday. She's knows what she had for wow. breakfast. It's fucking crazy. When they come back to the studio after doing the piece, she's like, oh, I just want to clarify, we shot that last year. So if anybody thinks i was because she because it was a friday when we recorded that and that would me and like she all oh, right <laughs> but it's also it's all it's kind of like an ocd thing as well where she has to recall she keeps doing it even when yeah, it's unnecessary yeah. but wow. i guess you would just because like it's it's mental but if that's if that's how you remember everything that's how you remember everything so yeah yeah yeah, yeah it'd be like i was just talking normal like you would just wow i mean when we if you're telling a memory to me you tend to you use every memory you have 
Yeah, it's just yeah. we, you only, we only have like six <laughs> for, per story. I mean, <laughs> we have six <laughs> memories. <laughs> but so she's doing the same. She can just, but she can recall everything. So therefore, she tells everything. That's mad. Um, but and here's the thing. So some scientists theorize that uh, hypertemesia is a result of just an, and what, like what I said, it's an obsessive compulsive disorder to just be constantly reviewing your memories. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Uh, but doctors have discovered. Uh, physiological link where the temporal lobe and the correlate nucleus of the brain are enlarged in everybody with this wow. so it is a mutation that, that actually is... gives you a hugely beneficial uh that is power cool. but can you imagine like, like i can imagine that being torturous as well in some ways yeah, like yeah. especially for bad experiences oh, i know yeah but wouldn't you just make all those people cops <laughs> like, how, can you imagine can you imagine go, being married to somebody with that it's like you're like i never said yes you did you said i am married to somebody who's <laughs> <laughs> like i know another i have like, the worst memory i'm terrible right I, i'm so bad and oh yeah, the, 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 but i think that's just men and, yeah, com- and you, compared to women you know <laughs> men and but you like there's something you some things you're terrible with like, I'm so bad I, memory. I had I think so. I remember I had to tell you the idea for this podcast like three times I know <laughs> I'm one of the best do you, know what, do you know what it is right I have the memory of a stoner that's what I was gonna say yeah because I and I'm not a stoner yeah yeah <laughs> but it's so funny because one of your best ideas you've ever had yeah I don't. I mean, I don't even want to say it because I don't want anybody to steal it. So I'll cut this part out. To, oh no, wait! You won't remember it, so there's no point in me saying it. I'll tell you afterwards. <laughs> but one of the best ideas you ever had, um, it was for a fake YouTube channel. Anyway, I won't say any more. Yeah, than that. yeah. And I remember then, like about a month later, I was like, "Oh yeah, we really got to do that." And he's like, "Do what?" And I started telling you. He's like, "Oh, that's a, you're like, oh, that's a really good idea. <laughs> <laughs> that was your idea." <laughs> yeah. Um, awful memory but though, though I remember really strange things perfectly yeah yeah well there's odd things that there's a lot of times you like will always like tell me you'll tell me a story you've told me like 10 times oh yeah yeah but it's more funny that you still every version is, like because normally you know people's stories just change it's like in serial like nobody oh, can yeah. actually remember everything you kind of remember yeah, yeah. you remember more how you told the story the first time yeah I know what you mean yeah. um but even that kind of changes yeah, with a lot does, of people. Yeah. But yours always, your stories do always kind of stay the same, which is fun. You seem to remember yeah. when you do lock something in that you want to remember, you lock it in perfectly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But you just don't do it a lot. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> Though, really strangely, I remember, um, like, for example, if I, go, if I read a book, because I'm a really slow reader, if I read a book, I'll know everything about the book. See, I'm the complete opposite where. A few weeks after I've read a book, I've forgotten loads. I like that's why I like will reread good like books I really like. I, there's yeah. parts I just forget, or it's more I don't forget them, but I forget <laughs> the order of events. Like, I get you. Yeah, yeah. Um, I might remember actual lines of prose and stuff, but yeah. I forget. It's very weird. And I remember movies pretty well. <laughs> so, yeah, well, I, 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 I drive my wife nuts at that where she's like, hey, you want to watch this movie again? I'm like, we watched that like three months ago. She's like, Shane, we watched that three years ago. Yeah, I'm like, <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, but it's really fresh in my head. I don't want to watch it. <laughs> so actually going back to the this um, 
still uh, Merlu Henner, I think that's how you pronounce it. Uh, would, do you think there's anything to fear with like somebody having a power a power like that? No, I think it's really useful. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's completely like um, you could never, you could some, never turn. It's on something that. to fear if you're really if you do something awful to them. <laughs> so. Yeah, well, like what, like because I think she, I'm, I'm not sure. I don't think she's really acting anymore. I think she hosts. I think she actually has a podcast. <laughs> oh, really? Um, which I imagine, like, it's she'd probably be... called Never Forget or something. Well, like, I'd say she probably, she should, like, she, she should have her own procedural on TV where she basically has someone with that power. But, like, she would, so, like, it'd be, so... <laughs> she'd solve it every time. Like, I know. She'd remember every day. But it'd be basically just Monk or yeah, something like yeah. that. Like, it'd be really funny. I'd say what she probably does if she has, I think she does have a podcast anyway. I think I didn't make that up. It'd be a very weird thing. She has some show anyway. <laughs> and I'd say it. she'd probably, like, tries to teach it maybe i don't yeah, know yeah. but it seems like there might actually be a, you know there's a physiological reason for it also on that same like 60 minutes thing there was a kid they had like because four of the 12 people with it are all american so they had the four of them meet yeah. and like they all are just talking over each other remembering different details it's so weird <laughs> <laughs> and one of them is just a kid yeah and they're talking about like a lot of it seemed almost like synesthesia where a lot of them like recall colors and light and everything and that like illustrates oh yeah, yeah. it seems like they literally taken everything wow to recall memories it'd be really it would be really good for your academic career that was that oh, was always like just a sort of like my bad memory like fuck man i was awful at school because even if i study my ass off and i couldn't remember any yeah, of it and the school system is a memory is essentially you're just doing a series of memory tricks not, yeah which, not which i wasn't good at at all yeah. um so I do podcasts instead. <laughs> um, but no, yeah, I imagine you just do really well. <laughs> and we forget to give out our URL every week. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah, but I, I just thought that that's a completely, that's a really fascinating uh, is example. Synest- is synesthesia the next one? Oh, no, no. Just I was as just, you said it there. Yeah. No, no, but I guess that, I, I mean, does that oh, have okay. uses? What, it, uh, our friend Darren, who he's a musician and he... Has, I remember when he was in college, there was a guy in his class who had synesthesia, and he was telling us about, telling us about it one night over pints, and he's saying like when he plays, he played piano or something, but hmm. when he played the piano, he like each note had a different color, and he yeah, could like see yeah. the colors when he's playing music, stuff. So it was crazy, and he said like some of them, so, and he'd get different tastes for them and all this stuff. Well, see, it's crazy. Like I, I think I might like have like a very mu- like I definitely get like feelings from colors, but I don't know if that's really the same in a bit of a. T- no, like, I think that's everyone. Yeah, yeah. Well, you see, it's always you might be slightly more sensitive to it. That's it because it's always hard to know what the other person. You know, it's like that thing. Like, do I see? Does blue look the same to me as it does to you, or are you seeing red? You know, like it's a, I think that's really fascinating. Yeah, because you know I've been trained to. Okay, you've a Metropolis poster there. Yeah. Right. The writing Metropolis is in red. Yeah. And I've been told that the colour I see with that tone is red. Yeah, yeah. And you've been taught the same. Yeah. But you might see it how I see blue. Yeah. It's or you might see it how I see yellow or something. Yeah. So it's it's isn't that cool? I know. <laughs> and I know it's a really silly thing to think about that there's probably Though I imagine the majority of people see them the same because of that's how graphic design works that certain colors work well together and say yellow would be harder to read so if you saw red how i see yellow then you'd be like you wouldn't like red you'd maybe think it's not a very good color for that kind of but it can be a case that there's like we really there's like very few colors on the the color scale anyway that how they they combine it might be like 
the combination might just like red might look good with yellow because or how how would i i'm having that thing where i know, I know it, what i'm trying to say but yeah without having I, a color yeah, wheel I, in front of me i couldn't <laughs> yeah uh, it doesn't matter but I, I, yeah it's still interesting like yeah no I what i'm saying is like the reason those colors look together it might be how you perceive them anyway so like you might see that black and red as yeah. uh red and purple which look good to, you know maybe you always see black as purple yeah. so yeah yeah well actually own who does the um soundtrack podcast podcast with me yeah, we, he's the he's another musician. He's doing all. We were doing a. We just did a mini series of a different. He went through all the theme tunes of the music from Star Trek. Yeah, but he he's colorblind. Oh, is he? Oh, he's this mad. Uh, I think it's green, red, green, red. Yeah, yeah. And he got for Christmas this year. His sister got him these glasses that let you see color the way it's supposed to be. Yeah, and he'd never seen purple before. Wow. Like, he sees colour, but it's yeah, just yeah. all very toned down and dull. And he couldn't tell the difference between some reds and greens look the same to him and some browns and greens look the same. Yeah, well, I have a bit of that. Like, there's certain... Um, I remember in particular, like, the Batman the Animated Series credits I couldn't read because there was a red line underneath them. <laughs> underneath the white <laughs> yeah. and it blurred into the white. Wow, like really? it was, Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's something I kind of lost as I got older. Like, but I definitely had... Like, I'm not sure what if it was technically red-green colour blind. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Really. I remember you telling me that before, actually. Um, it's all that time I spent just staring at the sun as a child. <laughs> um, <laughs> they say that'll make you go crazy. <laughs> There's another another uh, s- mutation that uh, seems to be beneficial, for this guy anyway. Uh, Javier Botet, he's a Spanish uh, actor. Yeah. He was in, he's in the dream sequences from The Revenant. And okay. he's in, have you seen Wreck, the Spanish horror film? I think we just talked about no. it before there was a, an, an american remake called quarantine maybe oh okay i think we t- when we were planning a web series it might come yeah, up yeah. but he's the monster at the end of that and he's also in the del toro film mama oh okay um but he's got and of course i just skipped down yeah uh, marathon syndrome which affects the tissue that connects uh throughout your body that connects like muscles oh, and that. connects like your limbs and muscles all together and yeah so it just essentially makes him really really flexible and elastic oh, right, like okay. incredibly so and that's why he's in all those horror movies because he can just move his body in really weird ways yeah there's a really crazy because i i thought the fucking ghost from mama was cg i thought it looked incredibly well done yeah but it was just him. it's him in a costume and there's a video of test footage of it so he's out of costume doing it yeah and it's meant his arms twist around fully <gasps> and he poked like his his elbow is coming out through like the front of his arm and stuff Jesus. it looks mental it looks like he could crawl like he could just escape from a prison cell <laughs> like you know <laughs> that he could just wow. mo- motion his body in any way like it's i remember that was in an episode of the x-files that's yeah <laughs> do you remember the, that this w- guy he could get through almost any space i think i um couldn't remember whether it was in x-files or the one of the x-men's movies no it was x-files see again i, I remember shit like this like yeah <laughs> but yeah so he just has this really abnormal flexibility i just want to check to see if i, I give you, i'm gonna right. give you an example here of my bad memory right i pulled something like that i went oh yeah that's like a guy in x-men or in uh, x-files there's an episode i know the exact episode i couldn't tell you the name of the episode but i know exactly what happens and everything i don't know my wife's phone number 
no i like that's i think that's fair enough because i think you're still that's visual stuff you're remembering especially you say you can't remember the name so you're not yeah. you can't remember something you read no i'm a but visual you can remember, learner yeah, yeah. yeah. i think that's normal yeah. but anyway sorry this uh marathon syndrome yeah uh, so obviously yeah like people are usually really tall and have longer limbs so long yeah, arms, yeah. tall long fingers now obviously this is a it's a serious condition so people die from it but he's got a, a very mild well not a very mild but a milder version like he's probably in his 40s i don't know he looks he's healthy and yeah, yeah he's obviously he's made a career out of it. <laughs> like yeah. it's been hugely beneficial to him so in his case it's that middle ground where it's an advantage which is what we're talking yeah. about with mutations it's that the middle ground that's almost like a, a piece of evolution yeah so i don't know they're the only ones i got they're the most there's loads of other ones out there but well i suppose there's things like uh is it gigantic or gigantism whichever way you speak. yeah uh, like that's really interesting but again then it it had causes so many oh, health yeah. problems of like, did you ever see the documentary about Andre the Giant? Yeah, And just how he just spent the last, whatever, like, 15 years of his life walk, just in like, pain. Yeah. Like, even when they were doing Princess Bride and stuff, he, uh, his back was really bad and stuff, so he couldn't do any... There was loads of scenes where he's supposed to, like, carry people. Like, he carries people loads in that. Yeah, but... And loads of things. He just did it. <laughs> and then he, he was, like, in pain and stuff. Yeah. And he used to drink stupid amounts for the pain. He could drink. But as well, it wasn't just for the pain. Well, but it was mean, a big he could also. But also, he needed to if he wanted to get drunk, he had to drink like fifty pints. He yeah, he used to he used to drink wine for. He, I remember he was your man. I can't think of his guy. Your man who is Dread Pirate Roberts in uh, Princess Bride. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. actor. I can't yeah, think yeah. of his name. And he was saying he went drinking with them, and he said for every pint he had, Andre drank a bottle of wine. Rick Flair has said in his biography, the wrestler Rick Flair, that he watched him drink a hundred pints of Guinness. Yeah, a hundred. <gasps> how many? No problem. How many pints are in a keg? Oh, I think it's about sixty. <laughs> <laughs> but there's even a picture of him holding. It's either forty or sixty. It depends on the keg. There's a picture of him holding a can of Bud, and it's like the American cans, so they're smaller. But still, it's like not the it's size of his hand. Like it's just it's this tiny. Thing. It's crazy. You know, like the mini cans you get in multi packs. Oh, he was like seven foot. Like he was ridiculously tall. He was huge. He was a giant, giant. He was just like I think uh, he was like seven four or something. Yeah, Andre the Giant. They're making yeah. a movie. There was a graphic novel that came out that done really well, like a year or two oh, ago. Really? And they're adapting it. His daughter wants uh, Joss Whedon to direct. <laughs> That'd be interesting. You know the story of him and Samuel Beckett? Have you heard that? I told you that on yesterday's news today. Oh, did you? Yeah. yeah. I, I, it was, it was on, it's on the DVD. It's that same actor, actor the DVD extra of um, Princess Bride. He tells that story. Oh, right. He's like, Samuel Beckett drove you to school? And he's like, <laughs> yeah, he's my neighbor. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's like grown up in France. <laughs> crazy. Yeah, no, I remember he was the only one in town who had a car big enough. That came, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that came up when we were talking about Frank Gotch on yesterday's news today, how he was friends with Houdini. We we're talking about a weird oh, coupling. Yeah. I was just oh, like, that's you, right, you know, Samuel Beckett just and yeah, yeah. But anyway, <laughs> he, yeah, were you he looking was, up his height? Seven four. Seven four. That's crazy. Jesus. Like Dave. Dave is six four. Oh wait, no, he's six one. I saw that on IMDb. You know my friend Stephen. Yeah, who was at Darren's wedding? Yeah, he wasn't at my. He didn't make my. Yeah, wedding. yeah, yeah. I don't he's know. six four. Yeah, yeah. He's about Dave's. So yeah, like, so a whole foot taller than him. Like he's he's a difference between. He stands beside me. I'm 
I'm 5'10". He stands beside me and he puts his elbow on my head. Right? And so then I had an extra foot to that. (laughs) That's insane. I remember remember meeting a guy who was a cameraman. You couldn't be 5'10". I'm 5'10". I'm just, I'm like 5'9 and a half. Um, 5'9 and a bit. But 7'4 anyway is, yeah, it's it's just colossal. Well, like, uh, it's the height of this room, nearly. Yeah, his head would be touching the ceiling in this room. Well, you think the door would be seven? Let's say the door like is, no. is not six. No, is that the normal average door is six? Again, I'm just going on how, on how much room would be over Dave. Okay, yeah, yeah. Um, so I'd have just gone with seven? Yeah. Okay. Would he not have to bow his head a bit going through the door? Dave, I wouldn't have thought so, no. <laughs> I'm trying to think now. Maybe you're right. Yeah. I'm so I really want to know though. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I just want to get an image of how tall Andre would be. Yeah. But it really is. We can do that after. I've got a I know, yeah. we can measure the roof after. I know, yeah. But no, I remember I remember working with a guy who was he was actually my brother's friend and he was an Australian cameraman and he was it's shoulder like he was built like a brick shit house is the way to describe this guy. And he was like six seven, six eight, something like that. Right, and he was just colossal. Like I was up to his waist, and his shoulders, like from one shoulder to the other, was nearly the width of the height I am. You know, like he was. Yeah, I, I remember stand. There's a picture of us somewhere, and we're standing at the bar, in a bar, and the bar was a really high bar. It was like up to say my chest, and he's like crouching down, leaning on it. <laughs> and there's just a picture of the two of us standing there, and it looks. I just look like this small child next to him. Yeah. <laughs> now I was only about seventeen at the time, so I probably wasn't. I probably grew an extra inch since then, you know. Um, but still, like he was just colossal, and to think that Andre's bigger than that, like, yeah. it's just mad. <laughs> That's him holding the can. Jesus! But it's like your man who's the. No, that to be like a can of coke size, not a pint can, yeah. obviously. Like your man who's the mountain in Game of Thrones. Yeah. But he's he doesn't suffer from gigantism, right? He's just huge, isn't he? Yeah, yeah. He just eats like six chickens a day and stuff, <laughs> or six chickens for dinner. He's the same age as the actor that plays Jon Snow. It's not really weird. That's right. Yeah, <laughs> that he's really young, isn't he? Like they're friends, and he was saying like they go for dinner, like, and <laughs> he'll have because like, they're both only whatever, like twenty seven, twenty eight, yeah. or something like. That. He'll have like a steak and some veg, and he'll eat like six chickens. <laughs> but I suppose you need to just sustain that. Like. Have you seen or, him sparring with Conor McGregor though? No. It's hopeless. Like <laughs> it just shows like how size just doesn't matter. Like Oh really? Yeah. <laughs> wow. Like McGregor would be our size. Like Yeah. yeah. Obviously his training is what makes the difference. Yeah, but yeah. but it's not like the mountain isn't like he does martial arts as well. Like it's just yeah. <laughs> it just shows like when there's actually training size just isn't important. Wow. Really. You should share that video. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, Although I don't want to encourage the myth that the uh, Irish people are in love with Conor McGregor that much. I might cut that bit out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fair enough. Yeah. The um, I'm just trying to think of other kind of type of mutations. Uh, so would you would if in in the word mutant world, would you rather be a human or a mutant? Oh, despite no, I, the I, discrimination, I completely would be want to be a mutant. I would look oh, at yeah. mutants and be like, oh man, if I yeah, had, me too. if I had even like, but even like alpha s- level, you don't want to be. No, but even <laughs> if I had, oh yeah, no alpha level, but even like the 
even like Cyclops' power, which like is uh, yeah. portrayed as being quite torturous, but that's because of his background, where he's like, wasn't he like yeah. essentially a slave and experimented on? Yeah, this stuff like, that. like, but like, and like, it's hard to control, but still, I I could wear the visor and be happy, like, yeah. But yeah, I I'd prefer be a like a Jean Grey or that. Obviously, being the Beast would kind of suck. But <laughs> yeah, but yeah, definitely. Thought you'd wear like a badge of honor though, wouldn't you? Yeah. Like, like having control, you'd just you'd find some like one with furry fetish. You'd be grand, <laughs> but the, but you would. Like, but that's it. Like yeah, like nowadays, Beast would do a lot better than he did when the X Men first came out. Like because now with the internet, oh, yeah. there's some fetish site where he would have chicks lining up. That's true. You would, yeah. Um, <laughs> just just to get laid. <laughs> mutants would actually there be such a fetish for mutants oh, now. Like, do it because they definitely be like mutant porn <laughs> even though it's like but they just look like two humans they're just yeah. two humans oh yeah but they're both mutants <laughs> like that'd be really funny <laughs> no i'd say the selling point would be deformities like, a human no but a human having sex with a mutant yeah and a, a mutant that has some kind of deformity yeah not just not just one <laughs> but with, say, like you get this like really good looking guy like say cyclops <laughs> would be a good example it would be i'd say i'd say it would just be cyclops it's just like he's famous because people know he's a mutant and he's in porn but like in the actual porn itself there's nothing about the mutation like yeah i'd say it's more the because not that's the way most porn is like there's, <laughs> there's nothing really on screen it's just like you you know something about yeah. that person um <laughs> but you were saying about you were trying to think of other possible mutations because i do have i was thinking like especially with the x-men like because most of them at least like the omega ones yeah are all like telekinetic and stuff yeah yeah and so we kind of well it's more i want to get your opinion on that do you because we always well like you know as far as like how realistic it is we produce electricity and light very small quantities and a lot of people claim that we can harvest that and that we you know yeah we lost it through evolution which is kind of like what the x-men is about yeah. So a lot of people claim like the chi and stuff like that that they can oh, really? use it. You know, chi like the martial art oh, people that can knock down like iron fist, isn't it? Iron yeah. fist, yeah. It's power is chi. So, so do you believe in all that? I kind of, I want to believe in it. Yeah. But the rational person in me is being like, yeah. You know, yeah. I kind of, I think the best response is I'm agnostic with it. <laughs> right. You know, I kind of feel. I do think, that, and I've said this before in this podcast, I think there's a lot about our brains and our minds and mind over matter and stuff that we don't fully understand. Definitely. Yeah, but like, do you but, think that when you see a chi master knock his student down by not, like with the, the what's it, the no hit, the no touch punch and all that, like? It's a bit kind of... Yeah, I don't think that's just a case of like people getting locked into mass hysteria like yeah it's like no the, different than like uh you know the the preacher curing somebody of blindness i think it's that yeah i think there's a lot of wanting to believe um it, it kind of comes down with the same of yeah like you're saying faith healers the way that they have whole the whole thing of like faith healers making loads of people faint by waving their hand into yeah, a crowd yeah, yeah. and then everyone they go eh, yeah. you and the whole like whole row of people collapse and stuff and i think it's that same kind of thing but of, when you watch them like practitioners of like chi or keto they're all just like dancing it, like the the guys being beat up are all just like running into the moves like it, I, I think it's like they've tricked themselves it's almost like they're hypnotized and they think yeah. that, that this guy's beating them up but they're just like like when me and richie done the wrestling like i see they do the same 
the same movements, the same moves that oh, really? guys training to do like fake wrestling news. Oh, really? okay. No, I haven't watched enough of that kind of stuff now. It's uh, I, I I spend a lot of time watching it because I find it really funny. Okay. <laughs> There's a hilarious clip. You well maybe you won't love this, but <laughs> it's this like chi master, and he challenges like that he'll fight anybody for like five grand oh, right, from okay. another martial art. And before to like psych out his opponent, he battles all his students and he's just touching them and they're flying all over the place it looks so fake like oh, they, really? they're so shit even pretending it's a real thing and then he fights the guy and it's an MMA guy <laughs> and he breaks his nose straight away <laughs> and he, the G master is just like touching his nose and look, like he's clearly never been hit before he doesn't know what happened and then the fight and he goes to like the fight's continuing and he goes to walk away and your man just starts like punching him again and then your man like kind of stops and the guy just falls down knocked out and it's just over like he's completely humiliated but it's so what is it like it's as if he, he didn't know he could lose because everyone's well, he thought it was real like this guy had has been trained he's an old man well not an old man but he's like he was in his 50s and he's like a chi master so obviously he's been training for decades <laughs> so it just means he was surrounded by like yes men his entire life so it's almost like the emperor's new clothes kind of thing like <laughs> you didn't know he could be beaten up like, oh. i think he he didn't know what he was doing was fake like or wow i think uh, because he looked genuinely when he got hit in the nose like seeing his reaction yeah. that he's like it's like it's an old video like it's from the early 90s so it's not good quality yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it looks like what he's doing is he's seeing blood on his hand and it's the first he like he just has no idea that's amazing and it's not like like watching the video the guy that's they say oh chi master versus mma guy it's like i doubt it's even an mma guy it's just a guy who can kick like yeah it doesn't yeah. like it's not like he doesn't look like a practitioner of any particular martial yeah, art yeah. either <laughs> um but it's really funny but no it's just like you come across a lot of it on message boards online i only because i i watch mma i guess i would hear it but there's a lot of people to talk about like how like you can a chi and a keto could never be used in mma because it would it'd be too dangerous (laughs) 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 like if you can kill somebody with it you can pull your punch surely but like no like it's just it's fake like it's just not a real thing hilarious but it's worth watching. I'd say if anybody wants a laugh, just watch some chi demonstrations online. It's really fun. It's okay. just people dancing. Like, it's really fun. And some of it, like, to be fair, some of it's incredible dancing. But yeah, it is and I, just and I imagine dancing. it's actually really good for fitness and for peace of mind. Like, it's all part of meditation and all that kind of stuff. Like, oh, I imagine they're the strengths, but they're <laughs> yeah, fighting. Well, that's the thing. Chi as an art, like, the original form of it would be a Chinese philosophy. And that, like... It is about meditation and yeah about healthy uh, yeah. benefits and it wasn't really them that propelled it as being a martial art i'd say like the actual original practitioners of it are quite uh annoyed by how it has been taken and made into this fake oh, yeah. So, yeah, tai chi sorry well tai chi is just a different it's like different yeah. versions of jitsu like because okay, yeah. tai chi is usually like it's like synchronized dancing almost well, there's two, but it's a meditation form and again there's two versions there's tai chi um that like is like yoga essentially yeah yeah sorry, but there is also saying. tai chi is also a, a proper mark like there's tai chi boxing which is, oh, okay. can be le- like that there's some really good practitioners of tai chi that would like make bits of an actual boxer like yeah because they make contact yeah <laughs> it's two it's just two different versions it's weird yeah with tai chi it's weird well tai chi is almost like it's it's slowed down yeah well yeah essentially and it's all about 
breathing properly and stuff like that. Um, yeah, it's just that there's met the same movements for what you see, like when you see old people doing tai chi in the park. Yeah, <laughs> uh, those same movements are used as tai chi as a combat yeah, sport as well. <laughs> like there's the the Keanu Reeves movie, Man of Tai Chi. Like he he probably he does tai chi and. <laughs> right, okay. like, um, but again, it's just I guess because that's what, it's still one of those martial arts that you learn, so you may never use it. Yeah, yeah. I don't. I went way too into the whole. Touch. You really went into. Um, wow. But that's uh, it. So would you just say like with the whole yeah. cheating? Some people would consider that a potential. I think that's absolute hardship. But you know, a lot of people believe it. So. Yeah. So what would be your choice of mutant power? Well, like if chi was real, that'd be a great power. <laughs> <laughs> like imagine being able to just like knock things down without like the no the no touch punch or whatever yeah, they call yeah. it. You just be unstoppable. Yeah, like that'd be incredible. And you'd assume you can levitate anything. Then if I can knock you down with the power of my mind, yeah, surely I can pick up the remote control and bring it over to me too. Well, then you're then that's telekinesis. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. Telekinesis normally doesn't. Is, is, Telekinesis is just moving objects with your mind. Yeah, yeah, it doesn't normally have the power behind it. Um, no, but you could probably... I imagine that's down to the imagination of the user. Yeah, yeah, Probably use it as, like, a combat thing rather yeah, than just yeah. picking up objects. You could probably almost use a distance punch and kick kind of method, <laughs> uh, which would be cool. We see, I assume in tight the way if, if Chi was real, like... Because, like, if they're... You know, it's not like they just look at you and knock you down. He still has to punch, like... So there's still, like... It's like the movement yeah. of your power still... The, the, your movement is what's so generating. your expanded aura around you is what's hitting them. Yeah, yeah. But so I'd wonder, like, if that was a power, does that mean... Would you still need to have a good fucking left hook to actually knock somebody out? Like? <laughs> yeah, yeah. You still have to train. Yeah, like, yeah. Like, would you but still you need still to make contact? Yeah, like, yeah. That'd be interesting. So then it's because then the the benefit it's just like well, no, since you still have to train to be a fighter, and all it means is like you won't break your hand if you yeah, punch yeah. somebody. <laughs> and also, you could kind of work it in a way that you will never get hit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That you almost have like a shield around you. Anyway. Um, that'd be kind of cool though. yeah somewhere between like that but also being able to just levitate shit normally <laughs> like, yeah yeah um, I th- like I'm trying to think there's so many powers I like <laughs> it's hard to choose just one we probably suppose... the, choosing your power I think like that's a conversation that every podcast know, yeah. has had which... I know just because we were talking about the mutants yeah. uh, but no yeah definitely if it was if mutants existed I'd be like if I wasn't a mutant I'd be really jealous <laughs> oh yeah, yeah but also I'd be I wouldn't be racist would you join that weird cult that like kidnaps mutants and harvests their organs to try and gain their powers yeah yeah definitely yeah. we'd probably start it <laughs> Yeah, but I wouldn't have a problem with like I wouldn't do it out of like hatred for the mutants. No, we just in fact it's power. like respect. You know, use the whole buffalo kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, That's actually a really dark thing. That yeah, there is this cult that have like fetish fetishized them so much that they kind of want to beat them, and we'll yeah. go to the extremes of kidnapping and harvesting organs from them. Yeah, there's as as dark as the comic books go. I think like that. Yeah, there's a lot of aspects of say if mutants were in our world today that would be very different like you said it'd be the whole porn fetish thing oh, and, 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 and there would definitely be a a umfc yeah <laughs> and stuff like that there would be there'd be loads of in terms of in, in entertainment and stuff like that there'd be a lot of stuff with us 
using mutants for entertainment i think and i don't i think not even just using them but even them use like i mean like or with, them using it to an advantage yeah yeah well like with um uh, trying to think of an example now do we have Cir- one circus f- folk you know uh, yeah freak shows that kind of idea yeah i suppose but even the fact that i think it would just be almost it would be surrogated in the way like you have like the black music awards do you think you would have a mutant music awards where they would actually have sort of different um it would depend how long mutants have been around yeah well that's true well they're here since the 60s in this world let's imagine yeah maybe that's a bad example so to us there's always been mutants but to our parents they'd probably be way more racist about it the uh the like Okay, the Music Awards was a bad example, but I'm sure there would be, like, a Mutant History Month kind of thing in America, say. Yeah, yeah. Maybe not by now, but in the next 20, 30 years. Do you think we'd have, like, bathrooms for humans, bathrooms for mutants? Do you think that'd be a big debate in, like, North Carolina now? Where, like, (laughs) like a mutant wants to use... (laughs) A mutant wants to use one of the, the... human bat well do you think there'd be oh like can you imagine like what modern... you would get stuff like that like so you would, again it would depend country to country obviously but would there be people that identify as a mutant even though they oh, were born there would completely be people who non-binary mutant <laughs> who would i'd say the people wanting to be mutants would be a big thing you'd probably have a lot more of that like you know body modification stuff we'd be that though we just said so would we, we'd be social justice warriors <laughs> yeah. to identify as mutants yeah no, I wouldn't, I wouldn't go that far. Um, we should. So, like, that'd be really funny. Set up a Tumblr. If we make, yeah, a Tumblr and start posting, like... <laughs> mutant, mutant and proud. Yeah. yeah. Um, though that undermines real causes, so I don't know. <laughs> um, uh, but... I was just going to say something. I was just so to do say we survive because... the uh, mutant problem? <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, or we get killed for being mutants. Well, you see, the thing is, we both said we wouldn't register. Well, we wouldn't register. So, scenario then is, what is, okay, we both use the example of you have something like, say, Wolverine's power or something, and the odds of you being in a public accident where someone will see you heal or whatever, that's quite rare. But what is a more realistic scenario is, say, you're out with a bunch of friends and someone gets in a fight and then they bring you all down to the police station. Yeah. And then they check to see if, you, like, just because it's part of the processing, they see if you's, any of these are mutants. And, yeah. And you're like, no, I'm not a mutant. And then you get some asshole cop who decides to test you. Yeah. Because you gave you were cheeky to him or something. Because you had a few drinks on you. And then you're fucked. Because <laughs> like- then you're getting done for fraud. Like... You're not being arrested then for being a mutant. You're being arrested and imprisoned for fraud, for not declaring or for not registering. You know, that's the crime, not... Being a mutant isn't a crime. It's not registering as the crime. But or I guess, will it be like not paying out? your order charges? How do they find out? Because it depends on your power. It depends on what they do. Because you can, like, there's a chance, isn't there, you can plead ignorance? You're like, I didn't know I was a mutant. Yes, but yeah, that's the thing. You could. It's hard to prove. Yeah. Um, do, sorry, there's just something I remembered. <laughs> we had our own uh, super, <laughs> our superhero team when we were in college. I can remember one day you like <laughs> you dropped a bottle of water behind a vending machine. Oh and yeah, you couldn't reach it. 
and then Phil tried and he got like a bunch of people tried and I was like ah let me get that I've got long arms and like straight away I took it back out and then we started like it's because like my arm like about a half an inch longer than yeah yeah and then there was something I can't remember what yours was we just started talking about like weird like oh, just like what are our actual the most, things yeah yeah and we we all had one like so and we even made it we we decided we had a superhero team that we would just be like oh, I vaguely remember that yeah. but I can't think what the, like everyone had a like a special ability even though they were all shit like yeah, there's stuff that, your like, arms are slightly longer <laughs> like we we would be like the backup to the justice league but you know the, my power only comes in useful if like green arrow loses his last arrow and i can reach behind a venom <laughs> and i can reach it like there's things like that yeah, so yeah. we just hang around and wait until we're needed and normally we're just not like just... yeah because you just get someone strong to move <laughs> yeah. the thing that's in the way but we're like the subs from like when you're a child and you're the sub on the football team and you still get to go to the chipper afterwards <laughs> yeah. even though you, 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 you weren't put on to play yeah uh that's really you fun. still get to go for ice cream that's <laughs> but I can't remember you had what what's your, what talent do you have? I can't think. I've no talent. <laughs> and also I silly. Bad, I, a, <laughs> I know it was mine that I would forget <laughs> stuff. Like <laughs> I don't know. Um <laughs> It was definitely something like that. Something like you arms are a bit longer. I, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but I don't know. Can't think of I it. probably shouldn't have even mentioned it now. It's just some no, that's really funny, but I don't have an answer for you. Yeah. It's um, just ruined it for me now. I'm just think it's all I can think about. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Who else was in the team? Phil, I cuz I think Phil can jump extremely far for for a human. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, it was it was really stupid like that. I'm sure I'm sure Ken was in it. And the idea was that he was strong, but he just wasn't that supernaturally strong. Like, <laughs> yeah. He was just stronger than all of us. Yeah. <laughs> He's strong for our team. Like. He's stronger than the average person, but yeah. only slightly. Like, So, no idea what my power would be at all. Um, but you had one, which means, like, I think technically, just for the sake of this episode, we've been, we are... We are mutants. Yeah, you're slightly longer than everyone else, armed man. Yeah. Um, Though even still probably just like just, just longer than everybody in that group, in that, per- in in that, that particular group. day. Because <laughs> <laughs> I mean, just to go back to Emmett, like, you know, there's boxers with a reach advantage on others. Like, yeah. it's a really common thing to just have longer arms than the person you're beside. Would it not be that, like, you've you've the longest arms in the world, but they're still only, like, an inch longer than... That would be, like, what what you would at least need that to get into a superhero. Yeah, yeah But yeah. not ours. Like, like, mine was, like, you know, if we're only there as the backup that if, you know, Green Arrow loses his arrow behind the Venom, she like, <laughs> yeah. grab it. But who's to say he doesn't have a, lo- a bigger reach advantage than me? He might be able to reach that himself. Yeah. <laughs> like, fact, he probably does. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, and Phil can jump higher than the average person, but not higher than Superman. <laughs> like, <laughs> not higher than an Olympian, but like, you know, but he can jump pretty high. That's um... I think what is it like we were the superhero if our college needed a superhero team yeah. we might have we'd be the backup <laughs> <laughs> to the college superhero yeah. team 
we're just guys essentially we're guys we're super it's actually a good idea for a comic it's just a, a shit superhero team that is essentially like you know in wrestling you have jobbers that are guys to just go out and get beat up to make the other guys look good <laughs> right, okay, yeah. where we're just like sent in to like take a beating until the real superheroes show up because they're bit they're off sorting out another mess oh yeah we're we're, we're our our whole our whole thing is to basically stall the bad guys <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> just take a pound we're just, just we're just our group name is the knock around guys <laughs> or the job squad we we have a really big turnover that's actually because our people get getting that's killed a really funny comic book idea actually. that's a great comic book yeah. idea we're doing that and actually we should just go actually you know i'm getting a pen here uh, yeah. Neither right, bye. Have a nice apocalypse. <laughs>